This is the Marketing for Learning podcast, the only podcast in the world that's guaranteed to increase your knowledge, skills, and capabilities when it comes to marketing for learning. Plus, there's a gratuitous amount of pineapples. You're welcome. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Marketing for Learning podcast. I am so happy to be here. I've had a couple of weeks off. Uh, I would say having some much needed R&R, but I have a two and a half year old, so uh, not relaxing and recovering. What's the what's the antithesis of that? That's what I had. Uh, but either way, I am a little bit recharged and ripping and raring and ready to chat with you guys today about something that I'm certain we all have experienced in our lives, and that is FOMO, the fear of missing out. And the reason I want to talk to you about FOMO is actually how we can potentially, well, deepening our understanding of the psychology of our audiences, um, but also how we can potentially use something, a negative emotion such as FOMO uh, within uh, campaign initiatives and our marketing comms uh, to actually generate more engagement with our marketing efforts. So it's kind of an interesting episode because it, it taps into psychology and I'm going to link it back to marketing initiatives as well. So should be an interesting session at Strap In for Learnings. So FOMO of course, is, well, for those of you that have never heard it or never used it, I'm going to go with Wikipedia's dictionary of the fear of missing out description, which is, fear of missing out is the feeling of apprehension that one is either not in the know about something or missing out on information, events, experiences, or life decisions that could make one's life better. FOMO is associated with a fear of regret, which may lead to concerns that one might miss an opportunity for a social interaction, a novel experience, a memorable event, or a profitable investment. It's characterized by a desire to stay continually connected to what others are doing and can be described as the fear that deciding not to participate is the wrong choice. FOMO can result from not knowing about a conversation, missing a TV show, not attending a wedding or party, or hearing that others have discovered a new restaurant. All in all, FOMO doesn't sound like a good thing, right? We've all experienced it. Our mates are going on a night out. We decide not to go or we can't go for whatever reason. They put posts on social media. They look like they're having a blast and we feel like we're missing out. Uh, another example, one of my friends did not go to university whilst the rest of us did. And to this day, 20 years later, she still feels like she missed an experience as a consequence of not attending university. Fear of missing out is has been around throughout mankind and humankind. It's certainly not something that's just uh, started because we have smartphones or the internet, but it certainly has advanced as a consequence of that because now we see a lot more of people's lives. Now, the reason I want to talk about fear of missing out is because it's actually very, very interesting from a psychology perspective. So there is some really great research done by two people called Kahneman and Tversky, 1979, so quite a long time ago, way before smartphones. Um, And they did some incredible research around loss aversion and really how 
humans experience loss versus how they enjoy or experience pleasure or gain. Um, so in their research, they actually found that losses loom louder than gains. So what that means in simple terms is that when we lose something, we feel it harder than when we gain something. It is thought within their research that the pain of losing is psychologically twice as powerful as the pleasure of gaining. So this is called loss aversion, and it can actually be incredibly powerful when leveraged effectively, especially in marketing. So these these awesome humans discovered loss aversion during their research on prospect theory, which I'm not going to go into, but they were awarded a Nobel Prize for it in 2002. Whether they were both alive or whether it was posthumously, I do not know. But their research found that people seem to value loss more than an equivalent gain. So that means that they'll feel the losses a lot more than the gains and will often in future take action to avoid that sense of loss again. For example, the feeling of frustration over losing 100 pounds is generally much more intense than the feeling of happiness one would have over gaining the same amount and that's actually what a lot of their research was around. So In a nutshell, that's really potent stuff, right? Two times as powerful as the pleasure of gaining the sensation of loss and a lot more intense. On top of that, people will avoid loss. So they will do their utmost to avoid pain, essentially. So there's a lot of ways that we can use that in marketing, but essentially there's a couple of really key or interesting approaches that you can potentially leverage FOMO in your marketing efforts. Now, first and foremost, I don't want you guys to sit here and think, well, I don't want people to feel like they're missing out. And I don't, you know, I, I know there is a fear of leveraging negative emotions. But as I've just told you through Kahneman and Tversky's work they found that pain avoidance is much much more powerful than pleasure gains so it can be a really incredible motivator to get people to move and it can also instigate action out of people so what we're looking to really do is leverage FOMO or the feeling of missing out on something, that fear of missing an experience, missing an opportunity to instigate an action from someone. So let's see how that might actually boil down into marketing campaigns and efforts. And then at the end of this, I'm going to actually show you or show you a campaign that actually did this well. So first, before we get started, This isn't about making people feel bad. This is about leveraging the emotions that people feel when they experience FOMO and actually leveraging them within our marketing campaigns to instigate an action from people. This is not manipulation, this is influence, and it is actually leveraging people's reasonable emotions that they already are having anyways, um, but just using your marketing positioning to leverage that better. So FOMO is typically driven by basic needs, right? So either a sense of belonging, i.e. the friends example that I gave you or the university example that I just gave you. So, you know, missing out on a social occasion or missing out on a social experience. Uh, Hello, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, sense of belonging. Um, Or 
obviously FOMO can also come from, you know, uh, opportunities or missed, a sense of missed opportunities, whether that's, uh, I don't know, I had a, a pair of shoes that I was following on Vinted sell before I bought them and I was gutted. Uh, and then when I searched around, I couldn't find them anymore, anywhere in that color. I was demoed. I felt like I had missed out on a great opportunity. Um, and, you know, this is, this is uh, precisely the sort of, you know, it still sticks with me. It's a pair of shoes that I never owned and I still remember it because there's a lot of emotion that sits within this. So we can use FOMO marketing to drive engagement with our learning products and our overall learning proposition. So there's a couple of ways that we can do that. And I've had some ideas that might be able to, uh, well, you could use today or tomorrow. The first one is pretty much around something that I hope, or most of you likely have within your learning offering, and that is learning events. Whether that be uh, workshops, webinars, all hands calls, learning experiences, lunch and learns, whatever it might be. Make them a limited time deal. Make them exclusive. Make them a fixed number of attendees, i.e. first 25 people, uh, whatever it might be. These are things that you already have in your learning arsenal. You may have a calendar of events that are already going, but create a sense of exclusivity with it or even create a limited time deal, i.e. this is only ever going to happen once. One time, one time only. You obviously have to follow through with that truth, otherwise they're not going to trust you ever again. But you can create FOMO very simply by that. Imagine only getting 20 people on a really exclusive workshop and then maybe leveraging their experiences as some user-generated content and social proof a bit later as another part of a campaign. You can use FOMO in this way because it forces people to react quickly and it also, of course, instigates an action or a behavior from people. So it can be a really, really incredible way rather than just here's everything and it's all available to you pick out things that are exclusive and position them as such. Pick out things that are unique and sell them in a way that instigates FOMO because FOMO will instigate an action from people. Another way that you can use FOMO is the kind of bandwagon approach. So I guess kind of using peer pressure, but in a different way. So, um, a really easy way to do this would be to maybe go onto your LMS and see how many people logged in last week or last month um, and use that number like, you know, 5,678 people were learning last week. Were you one of them? Creates that bandwagon effect. And it actually, again, makes people feel like, what am I missing out on? Well, what do they know that I don't? Why am I not part of this club? Do I, am I going to get to hang out with the cool kids? So again, really simple way to, to use stats and figures um, to leverage uh, an action from people through the fear of missing out. You'll see this sort of thing as well on um, e-commerce sites a lot where, you know, it will say um, only 16 left are available. I was on Timu the other day looking for swag for learning live prepare for pineapples um and you know you'll see a lot on amazon as well like you know however many have sold you know x amount sold or whatever especially when they do lightning deals and the such like so again that creates a sense of fear of missing out because there are a finite amount available um so that links back to the first uh, suggestion that i made 
The other side of things is around scarcity and exclusivity, um, which I have already kind of alluded to. So again, making things once, once available, um, uh, or even making things available to just certain audience cohorts. So, you know, another way to have exclusivity rather than this is only available one time, one thing, actually, let's think about okay, who are our 1% of learners in our business? Like, how can we reward them in some way? And how can we not only showcase, like, maybe some user-generated content around how they're learning and the value that's that's brought to them, but actually reward them in some way, Um, you know, whether that's through, you know, Amazon vouchers or recognition or whatever it might be, I don't know. But again, almost rewarding people and creating a sense of exclusivity or being part of a club that they didn't even know what they were in. Um, These are all ways to leverage FOMO to actually get people to feel more connected. Um, You know, you'll see this a lot in brands, you know, like a lot of brands now have like loyalty apps and things like that. And again, it's, it's all, this is all leveraging FOMO. If you're not part of the community, then you miss out on free deals. You miss out on birthday gifts. You miss out on this. So, you know, have a think a lot about how you can leverage FOMO because I think on the face of it, it feels like, well, we don't want people to feel bad and we don't want to be leveraging negative emotions. But actually, hopefully in the ways that I've just outlined, it's a really, really, really simple way to actually get people to take an action. So the campaign example I want to show you, or well, I can't really show you, but I'll put the link in the show notes if you actually want to watch the video because it is better in video format, I do have to say. Um, is TikTok. So as you likely know, TikTok is just very just-in-time videos. Things trend really, really quickly. There's been tons of stuff that eventually trickles over to Instagram, which is what I use, um, that I'm like, oh, okay, that's what people have been talking about for a few weeks. So TikTok has actually been leveraging FOMO in their campaigns for nigh on two years now they've started working really hard on that you know you had to be there or you know you got to be there to 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 understand it so they're leveraging FOMO quite a lot and this video I think is incredible because it talks to uh it actually uses an actual trending video that occurred which was when the when the girl found an apartment behind her apartment mirror in her bathroom so she looked behind her mirror and found this basically this other apartment that was a lot bigger than her existing apartment. Some of you may have seen that TikTok video. I have. I'll also find that and put that in the show notes as well. But I think it's a it's a really, really incredible way of not only showing the connectivity of their product, i.e., you know, there's a, just a representation of so many different people and a, such a diverse mix of individuals across the globe within the advert. So it, it really very quickly articulates how global TikTok is and how far-reaching it truly is as a platform but it also if you've watched that and you're like what the heck are they talking about it piques your interest you know those of you who haven't seen the video of the girl with the you know going through her mirror into this horrible hole and and then finding an apartment you're gonna watch the video after you listen to this I guarantee it so I'm gonna leave you with a parting thought which is 
Don't avoid negative emotions in your marketing because you think that it's going to make people feel negatively about you. Missing out on something isn't the end of the world, but leveraging that as an emotion within your marketing efforts and your messaging can be an incredibly effective way to evoke emotions and connect with your audiences. So I'm going to play the ad, but I'm also going to say goodbye now. Um, Thanks for listening and me or Han will be back next week. Cheers, friendos. Did you see the one with Mystery Apartment Girl? Who? The Mystery Apartment Girl. She feels a breeze coming from behind the medicine cabinet. So she looks behind it and guess what she found? A hole. A hole what? You know, just a big hole. How big was the hole? Medium. It was a big hole. It was like a human-sized hole. She grabs a hammer, you know, for protection. Did you go in? No, don't go in there. She squeezed her way through. This is freaking me out, Tony! What does she find on the other side? Another dimension? A stack of cash? A totally abandoned apartment, which is actually bigger than our apartment. I think I went to a party there once. Why would you build an apartment behind the medicine cabinet? Exactly. You're telling me you haven't seen this one? Hey, you know what? I'll stop talking now. You just have to see it. No hidden apartment. Let's try the next room.